Militarily Speaking, Episode 20, Military Family Advisory Network. Or MFAN. MFAN. Yes. This episode, we talk with Kristen Beatty, Director of External Relations. I'm not going to do a personal segue today, okay? But I'm, I'm going to segue later. Is that okay? Uh, yes, as in right around the place on a segue? Yeah, ooh. Are they spelled the same way? I, we can't afford the work comp for you to do that. Segway is S-E-G-W-A-Y. That, I don't know. Well, what good are you? Apparently. Apparently not very much. Carry on. All right. Welcome to Militarily Speaking, brought to you by Armed Forces Bank. This is Tom McLean. And as I segue over to my co-host, <laughs> Jody Vickery. Yes, who has a plethora Epis- of comments. Episode 20. Can you believe that? That's a lot. That's like a milestone. We should have had snacks. or. So you should feel special with the 20th. That's kind of a milestone, right? It's almost silver. That is a wonderful milestone. All right. What, what's 20 normally? I don't know. It's not paper. No, that's one, paper. isn't it? All right. Again, welcome to our show. We're excited to have you listening and learning all about Military Family Advisory Network, or as we've already discussed, MVAN. I'm going to take just a second and introduce our guest. Kristen joined the MFAN team as the Director of External Relations with over 15 years of experience in development and communications for the healthcare industry. Kristen leads the development, government relations, and communication efforts. She has also led successful development campaigns in annual and major giving, and most recently led a four-year, $42 million capital campaign for a hospital system in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. She has managed all aspects of development in individual and corporate giving, planned giving, securing private foundation grants, and managing government relations with state funding efforts. She prides herself on building relationships with donors and helping them focus their philanthropic giving to a cause that's important to them. She currently lives in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania with her husband, Tom, a Pennsylvania Army National Guard veteran. Yes. Thank you for his service and for yours alongside. Kristen and Tom are both passionate about supporting issues that impact veterans' families. So wait a minute. And he's got a great name, Tom. I know. Yeah. (laughs) You also enjoy doing some things like reading, right? I do. What's your favorite book? What's my favorite book? That's a good question. I've read some really good ones lately. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but one of the best ones I've read lately was Stanley Tucci's book, My Life Through Food. It was really, really, there was recipes I also love to cook. So there are some really great recipes in there as well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See, we should have had snacks today for our 20th. I know. You also like to travel. So what's been your favorite destination? Destination? Um, I would say Napa Valley, California is high on my list because I also enjoy wine. <laughs> oh, is that, that's that wine tasting stuff, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right? Napa, Sonoma, yeah. And then your favorite, one more, favorite restaurant? My favorite restaurant? It could be some mom and pop in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, and honestly, it, it is. It's a great little Italian restaurant here in Pittsburgh called Gerasoli. Excellent. All right. Shout out to them. They're going to pay us now for advertising. <laughs> now I see your secret blog. <laughs> Nike, McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. I should have apologized at the top of this. For no, she, she, she enjoys my company. Yeah, I, I do. We've already talked several times. Okay. I'll take your word for it. We've chatted quite a bit. I was I was prepared for this. Yeah, she knew. <laughs> but the, she knew the, who the, I was. You understand the apology. Well, welcome. After all of that traumatic introduction, <laughs> welcome. Tom and I are sure happy you've joined us today. And to kick us off, it would just be great for you to tell our listeners, some of whom are probably familiar, but not all will be, 
a little bit about Military Family Advisory Network and your mission. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you so much, first of all, for having me here today. It's great to talk with your listeners about our organization and the work that we do for the military community. At MFAN, our mission is to understand and amplify the needs of military-connected families. And through that is through data-inspired change. What we do is conduct research to really identify the needs of what are military families experiencing? What are their needs? And how can we then develop resources and response to those needs? This allows us to really work to develop programming, design and raise awareness and inform policy so that we can make sure that military and veteran families are thriving. Three of the key issues that we do address through our research and work are related to housing, food insecurity, and financial readiness. We are approaching our 10-year anniversary next year. Congrats. Founded by our president and executive director, who is an active duty Navy spouse. So as you you already mentioned, this work is certainly personal for me. My husband, who served 10 years in the Pennsylvania Army National Guard, And our team is largely made up of military-connected spouses, family members. And so we are all very passionate about the work that we do and wanting to serve the families that we do. And none of the work would be possible without the support of our donors, our partners in the space, organizations like yourself. So truly appreciate that. That's awesome. We have that in common. I think the most recent stat, Tom, is 85%, I think, of our branch team are related through directly to the military, largely yeah. spouses, veterans that have worn the uniform. We understand it. Yeah. Yeah. That's who we are. Yeah. So it, we talked to, like I said, a couple of times before, and we, we took on Military Family Advisory Network, MFAN, as sort of our lead organization that we were supporting during Days of Giving. So that was important to us because we know that food insecurity is a, is a, is a big crisis, mm-hmm. especially in our military families. And it so it made sense for us to do that. The issues hitting the, the national spotlight, I think Shannon, as your executive director, attended the conference on hunger, nutrition, and health at the end of September. And so she was widely recognized as a subject matter expert, if you will, and a panelist on that with the roundtables and, and many other organizations attending that event out there. And so did she, did she bring back this big brief from this conference with like 800 pages as she wanted to down download and debrief with you? What were the takeaways? (laughs) The takeaways. So yeah, that's a great question because it was the first time in more than 50 years that the White House hosted the Conference on Hunger. And so it was pretty historic to bring together leaders in public, private, nonprofit sectors to really discuss what can the national strategy be to end hunger. And so we were so grateful because we had a seat at the table to represent military families. And so when being there, we were able to shed light on what is happening with military families in terms of food insecurity in some of the areas that our research has showed as the highest incidence. And so through that, we're able to really develop partnerships and talk with lawmakers and advocates about how can we lessen stigma, promote help-seeking behavior, and remove some of those barriers. Because as I'm sure you guys know, there's a culture of resilience and that help-seeking behavior is, is very difficult for military mm-hmm. families. And so the work that we're doing is to really try to reduce that stigma and let them know that we are here for them and we, we understand that this is an issue and we want to make sure that no military family is worried about putting food on their table. They should not be. I think what we are, you correct me if I'm wrong about the stats, so is it one in four or one in six families 
that are experiencing food insecurity? Is that the data still? Yeah. So in 2019, our research was showing about one in eight. Most recently, it's showing one in six. The DOD also conducted some research too that was showing about 24% of military families were experiencing food insecurity. And so we certainly, you know, look at that in terms of veteran and active duty and that the 24% that the DOD is seeing is in the active duty military service. Okay. It's just, unfortunately, it's going in the wrong direction. Yeah, it certainly is. And and obviously the economy doesn't help and inflation and, and different things like that too, or we're seeing a lot. I'll actually be in Fort Hood, Texas this weekend. MFAN has a food distribution event for military families there. And so we have about 500 or so military families that will be serving near Fort Hood this weekend. You know Fort Hood. That's my old stomping grounds. That's where I met my husband. Yeah, he was stationed there at Fort Hood when we met. Okay, yeah, we'll be in Colleen, Texas, right outside Fort Hood. There you go. Tell Colleen I said hello. Is that her name or is that the city? That's the city name. So, um, (laughs) yeah, I know. Well, there might be some (laughs) other names, Colleen. It could be be like Susie and Mary. Hi, I'm Colleen from Colleen. Yeah, it'd be weird. Or a middle name could be Texas. Then what do you do? So is it similar to what we did at Joint Base Lewis-McChord recently when we had three volunteers go out in the very cold weather? I think it was like negative 80. Oh, yes. But they loved it. I talked to one of them today who participated in that drive-through food distribution, and it was so cold it warmed her heart. That's how proud she was to represent us and to support you. Yeah, well, thank you so much for that. It was in our research that we found there were four areas of the country that had the highest incidence of food insecurity, and that was Joint Base Lewis-McChord, Washington, Fort Hood, Texas, Norfolk, Virginia, and Fort Bragg, North Carolina. So back in, in 2021, we we really focused on hosting food distribution events in those areas because we knew that we wanted to take immediate action. And so we have continued to host those through this year with the last one coming up here in Fort Hood. Do you think those four are due to the concentration of military population? Is that why it's so more, more prevalent in those markets? So those are the markets that we have seen in our research that show the highest incidence. And yes, of course, those, okay. are, the, those are the military families that are responding to our survey. And so those respondents are obviously military-connected families that are living near those areas. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So your organization also provides resources for finances, right? When you go onto the website, mfan.org, is that right? mfan.org? Yep. mfan.org. I'm going to keep saying right. it for the audience, okay? <laughs> you got to keep going because you can donate there and you can learn a lot, especially in your blog. So your blogs cover a lot of information from finances, employment, education, entrepreneurship. So finances, that seems to be one of the pillars or one of the three staples for you. So What kind of resources do you have available for finances? Yeah, absolutely. So through our educational programming, we welcome experts to share practical information on topics like savings, budgeting, navigating federal benefits, which can be extremely nuanced, utilizing financial support and grants from aid societies. And so we really are able to provide those online and virtual resources for families. And then also recently for veterans in partnership with the Association of Military Banks of America, we launched a financial education resource called VetSense. And so that module is designed specifically for veteran and family members to really help them navigate topics like budgeting, credit, home buying, investing, savings, different areas of financial readiness. And so they also have access to financial counseling through that platform with the NFCC, the National Foundation of Credit Counseling, 
and the Association for Financial Counseling and Planning Education, AFCP. And isn't it great? You know, you, know, you probably know Andia, Dynason, yes, and Amba. Absolutely. And, and now that we're just adding veteran saves, right, to the military yeah. saves, America saves lineup, Black America saves, there's Cleveland saves. I mean, there's everything saves. There's Jody saves for all the basketballs and weight training equipment <laughs> for the kids. But yeah, so the veteran saves is launching this, I think, next year, right? Or is it already out there? It should be launching. Okay. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that part of your resources is to help people navigate the government or federal resources that are available to them. That is monumentally confusing. It's hard to even figure out who to call and ask a question to, let alone mm-hmm. what to do and what benefits or services they might be eligible for that they don't even know. And related to financial readiness too, we also host a quarterly convening called the Military Family Financial Readiness Coalition. And that has about 60 organizations that sit on that, where it's really talking through best practices and challenges and opportunities for the military veteran community as a whole and work to inform policy and look at research and how we can better serve families. That's fantastic. Do you you have any banks or credit unions on that part of the 60 organizations? We do. They will remain nameless, I take it? No, they're all listed. We have a list of everything on our website. Are they out there? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. We should throw Armed Forces Bank into that, don't you think? Gotta figure out how to edit their website and put her name on it. <laughs> do, we have to, do we have to fill out an application and get approved we or something? We talk offline about having you all join that. <laughs> My favorite number is 61. So, <laughs> yes. He's somewhat sh- shameless. We'd love to kick off 2023 with a new partner on our military family coalition. Awesome. Never afraid to ask for anything. Are you? No. Okay. I want to circle back to the food insecurity topic because it always just it just strikes me as painful that that's the position that we've put our active duty families in and military families. But we've talked a little bit about the surveys and the stats, and you said the most recent one that y'all have done was one in six families is food insecure. Other than things like the food drive that you're doing down at Fort Hood here in the next several days, how do people access food resources, whether through you? Where do you point them to get help? And how would you tell whether it's companies or individuals how they can get involved to help join the fight to, to make that different? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, we've been focused on food insecurity for years. And so, yes, what when we saw that in our research, we wanted to take action. And in doing so, we have served over 10,000 families over the last year and a half. And then knowing that, that, that we'll be following up with our last one near Fort Hood, And so those were large-scale food distribution events that were made possible by a lot of our partners in the area. And they were important, too, because we were connecting hundreds of families with a local resource. We always partnered on the ground with a local food bank or a partner that they could go to when we weren't there. And so that was really important that we would connect them to those local resources. And each Each person that attended would receive a resource bag, too, with information on benefits to access and and ways that they could find support in their area. Because as you know, a lot of military families are moving every couple Mm -hmm. years. And for them to then be go through that transition of learning, what are our new resources in this area? Where can I seek help, which can make things a lot harder? And so we make sure that we're connecting them with the local resources in their area so that they're able to find those when we're not there. And then we also were conducting additional research on the causal factors that lead families to food insecurity. And so what we're doing over the next year is really looking at long-term change. We know these food distribution events were an immediate need to provide food to families, but we want to make sure that we're moving the needle and that this isn't something that families need to do. 
And so we are really looking at ways that we can move the needle long term and create programming around supporting those causal factors that lead to food insecurity, like frequent moves, like issues with childcare, and how can we tackle that with our partners and inform policy to make change. And so we know that that is going to take some time, but we we know that it's it's important. And for others to help, I know that was one of the mm-hmm. things that you had mentioned, helping us raise awareness, especially also with the end of year approaching, with end of year giving, if you do feel inclined to support this is a time of year where folks are supporting the causes that are that are near and dear to them. And, and certainly we encourage you to donate to support our combat military hunger campaign that supports families. Excellent. And they can do that via your website, the MFAN? Correct, at MFAN.org. Told you we'd say it a lot. I know, MFAN.org. We know how important that food insecurity is too. We just, not too long ago, we helped prop up a food pantry at Fort Leavenworth, Stronghold okay. Community Food Pantry. And- you know, the more we can get the word out there and the more resources are available to them, I know it's it's tough, tough environment and tough to find the right places to go to get sustenance and to make sure that you can, you're taken care of. But every organization such as yours that is in this business to help in the food insecurity is the more the merrier, as they say, right? Yep, absolutely. And that's why we make sure, too, that we are working with partners on the ground because we know that we are not able to tackle this alone. And we, we like to convene with others and make sure that we are working together because the collaborative response is the best response. Right. So tell us, Jody, Jody, and you just talked about more of combating and how we can volunteer and participate and support and how organizations can chip in. But And then you, you talked a little bit about for those that PCS or those that are moving to different installations, are there housing resources you have for those families and, and helping them as they PCS? Yeah. And so actually we do convene also a military housing roundtable throughout the year as well. So it's very similar to our financial readiness coalition, where we do have a group of public and private partners that are helping to ensure affordable, equitable, and safe housing for military and veteran families. And so this group really convenes to share research, offer programming, and collaborate on solutions to improve housing on and off base. And so we also offer, in addition to the coalition that convenes to really move the needle to support families, we do have the virtual education events as well, similar to our other virtual programming to related to housing, understanding allowances, entitlements, and, and things like that. Good stuff. Kind of one last area that we specifically wanted to get into, again, on your website, mfan.org, right? <laughs> we see that there are a lot of mentions out there of great information regarding health and just general well-being, which is sort of kind of keeping the whole person in a good place, right? How mm-hmm. might our listeners know what's out there for them? We also see mill map on every page. I'm curious. What, <laughs> curious. what, what What's a mill map? Did you make that up? So actually, you were just asking about how we are connecting families to resources in their area. Uh-huh. So MillMap is a way to connect families to their community and support services where they live. And so you can enter your zip code on that. It's basically a resource directory. You can enter your zip code there and can be connected to a list of organizations, programs in your area. And so it can help with assistance around potentially moves, resources for your children, employment support, health and wellness information. And so we, our team works to update that and make sure that some of the resources in the areas of the families that we serve are local and listed. 
Excellent. Make it very easy for them to find find what they're after. You covered a lot of ground in 23 minutes and 21 seconds. So is there anything else you, you want to tell the audience before we get into our game? <laughs> no, Mr. <laughs> stress. <laughs> Just thank we thank you for supporting our efforts through your day of giving. You're very welcome. And like I said, especially at this time of year, it's important to support the organizations that are making a difference. And if there are military families listening to you, we are there for you with resources and help. And so just makes such a difference at this time of year to know that. And thank you for allowing us to tell you a little bit more about our organization and how others can become involved and raise awareness about what families are experiencing. Well, we definitely appreciate your time and sharing the story. And for our audience, once again, mfan.org, you heard how you can help and engage there, particularly this time of year. By, the, by the way, you and I have something else, something else in common. We, oh, no. we both do go- did government relations sometime in our life, and you're doing it now. Okay, yeah. It's tough with those lobbyists, isn't it? So actually, we are in a good spot where we're not, we, we are not advocating. So we're not doing advocacy work, but we are research informs okay. any of the, so that's how we are making sure that we're moving the needle, that we work closely with policymakers with our research to inform how to, how to move the needle and improve things for families. Well, with your attitude, your desire to, to make a difference, you, you usually find a way to yes in your advocacy. I always got to no. know. <laughs> I know. I think there's probably a mountain of funny stories in your government relations work. Oh, yeah. That we need to dig into. We'll offline. do another podcast on that. We'll invite <laughs> you, too. <laughs> yes, we're putting up with you. So hopefully you'll hang out with us for just another second. Hopefully Tom didn't scare you off saying we're going to play a game. I promise we're not about to put you on the spot. But we are going to put our you, listening you were put audience on the spot. On this in a game. I was, Should we? No, that's because it was, it was difficult. Here's a question. Tell me who Dave Wanstead is. Steve wants that. He was a pit coach. All right. You passed. Good job. You, you get a prize. It'll be in the mail in about a week. All right. So let's play the military minute. Yes. <laughs> Wait, but we digress. <laughs> the, the military minute. <laughs> so if you listened last time, which I'm sure, you know, they did. <laughs> the question was regarding the movie Die Hard. We still have not resolved Christmas movie or not. Totally a separate Wait, conversation. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I'm going to say yes. Thank you. She's the only one that says no. I'm having a hard time with like things blowing up in a Christmas movie. Yeah. yeah that happens in my house. <laughs> All right, let's go. So the last week's question, and I'm going to leave out the last name again this time because it's very hard to say. <laughs> what tunes does Argyle, does Argyle have last name? <laughs> no. Okay. Play on the limousine tape deck on the way to the Nakatomi Plaza with McLean. So hopefully you answered this right. Do you know the, do you know the answer? I don't know the answer to that. All right. I think Tom's the only one that might have. The answer was Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC. I feel cooler just. Do you know any other songs by Run DMC? I'm going to, I'm going to say that's a no for me. Okay. (laughs) But this week's military minute. (laughs) So you can't answer. We're going to put this out there for our, for our audience. A question on military family advisory network. Mfan.org. Mfan.org. Yeah. According to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, food insecurity nationwide is at approximately blank percent. Don't answer. She probably knows the answer. We stacked the deck in her yep, favor. Don't answer. But, okay, so here's the deal. When our podcast drops this episode, if you know the answer or you Google the answer and find the answer, comment that on our social media page and you'll have a chance to win $50 for you and $50 to a charity of your choice. And I would just encourage you to think about going to mfan.org to use that $50 for a charity of your choice. If you enjoyed today's episode as much as Jody did, go out to... <laughs> 
afbank.com and subscribe to the show. Also, make sure to rate us. Leave us a comment on your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts or Spotify and YouTube. And to you, Kristen. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a wonderful holiday, and thank you for all the great work that you and your organization do for, for the country and for our military families. Thank you. I appreciate you both having me on today. It was lovely talking to you, and I hope you have a nice holiday, too. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye, guys. Copyright 2022 Armed Forces Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. All non-Armed Forces Bank-owned apps, websites, company names, and product names are trademarks or registered trademarks of their respective owners. Their mention does not imply any affiliation with or endorsement by Armed Forces Bank of them or their products and services. They are merely used as examples of the many available apps, companies, and websites that offer similar services. Before using any app or website, you should carefully review the terms of use, data collection, and privacy policy. Apps may have an initial cost or in-application purchase features. This information is general in nature and is not intended to be legal, tax, or financial advice. Although Armed Forces Bank believes this information to be accurate, it cannot ensure that it could change. Statements or opinions of individuals referenced herein are their own, not Armed Forces Bank. Consult an appropriate professional concerning your specific situation and respective governing bodies for applicable laws, such as IRS.gov for current tax law, Armed Forces Bank, the Armed Forces Bank logo, and the Militarily Speaking logo are registered trademarks of Armed Forces Bank.